Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. Happy... Tuesday, another Tuesday. It is yes, it is another Tuesday. This will be the first Tuesday we're releasing things on Tuesdays for like two weeks until we aren't releasing things on Tuesdays. That's pretty much it. Yes. Well, we we're doing stuff on Tuesdays for a couple of weeks in there. Tuesdays are the hot new day of the week. Yeah, we're gonna go see uh, Tenacious D. Yes, we are. And then we're gonna see well the opposite. Nope. We're gonna see Clerks three first on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then I guess we'll record it on a Wednesday. Spoil the shit out of it, like all all the Easter eggs. We're going to spend a lot of time together over those Probably. 48 hours. Uh, and then we're going to uh, go... Yeah, and I literally just said we're going to go see Tenacious D. So in a couple of weeks in September, uh, now that we're back on a Tuesday, it's going to have to get Tuesday. pushed back to a Thursday, uh, Wednesday, whatever day. Yeah, whatever. But welcome to this week of the show. You know what I guarantee this week? Fun. A better time than last week. I forget last week. Uh, it was a bad show. It was really bad, and no one suffered more than me because I had to record it, edit it, and then post it. So I, I, I suffered the most. Why did the show, why was it so bad? You you were in distress. Oh, yeah, I was. I was, And and I had to edit around that distress. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so last week was, uh, was a terrible show. Hopefully the final product was okay, but whoo, boy. You know what I guarantee this week? What? Fun. I like fun. I am ready to just dive into this, enjoy ourselves. Especially experience pop culture. Especially watching somebody get an axe to the face, a battle axe. Yeah, you know, things happen. I'm glad you watched. Yes. See, there you go. <laughs> I didn't know what you were gonna do. Cause I, I forgot that uh, this week was new Game of Thrones, so I texted you the day after it came out. I'm like, watch it. Yes. It's the first <laughs> full episode of Game of Thrones of any kind I've ever watched. I did a different song. It became the final countdown. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I mentioned the Game of Thrones theme became a different song. So I guess they're close thematically. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the correct reaction. Like, I uh, believe you. You're full of it, but sure, I'll just uh, I'll say you're right. You said it with enough conviction that I believed you. What do we got going on this week, though? Fun. New tattoo enthusiast Jared is ready to talk about the news. Yes, true. Well, I mean, I'm going to really give me an enthusiast. I'm ready to think I'm ready to take the plunge. I'm ready to do it. It's not that deep of a plunge. I am ready to take... It's a shallow pool. Listen, I feel like since I've been on the show with you for five years that I can sit in a chair and take needling for 30 minutes. <laughs> it doesn't even... Like, where you're talking about getting a tattoo, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. It just feels like someone's pushing on you. I'm sensitive, Zach. It's, it's just pushing. Okay. It, it, that's all it feels like. Someone's and I'm going to look over my arm and blood is going to be running down it. It's not going to be running down it. There will be blood, but... There will be blood. Well, there is. There is when you I get mean, a tattoo. Yeah, because you're getting stabbed repeatedly. Yeah, but it's just where you're talking about getting one, like in your upper forearm, it, it just feels like someone's pushing on you. No, not my upper forearm, my bicep. Like, or whatever. Yeah. It, it just feels like. Shoulder. It just feels like it's pressing. It doesn't feel stabby. It feels pressing. Well, I'm excited for it regardless. That's that masochism, baby. Yeah, boy. What do we got going on? We got the news of the week. We got weird comics facts. We got sports reports. We, we're going to be talking a couple of shows, She-Hulk and House of the Dragon, and your questions. That's a packed-ass show. There's a lot going on. Packed-ass show. We're going to have fun this week. I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, nothing says fun like screaming I'm having fun. Mandatory fun this week on the show. 
And then if you were to punch me in the bicep, it would kind of feel like what getting a tattoo is like. It's just kind of pressure. Okay. Under pressure. I tell you, the, the only getting one kind of under the underside of my ribs is the only one that's ever been like, I wish I wasn't doing this. Yeah. You're like, yow. It's like on top of the ribs is fine. But like, did you one? They took the turn to get to the underside of my ribs. That's what I was like. <gasps> okay. So you did make an audible noise. Oh, it hurt. Yeah. That one hurt. And you have tattoos on the inside of both your wrists. That was worse. The uh, underside of the no, ribs? No, wrists are fine. They, wrists are fine. I have one on my calf. That one kind of tickled. That's interesting. It's just. It's just you kind of have that reaction, like where you want to kick your leg. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't that's not going to help the tattoo artist? No, it does not. <laughs> I mean, I don't have that many tattoos. I'm not overly tattooed. I'm I'm minorly tattooed. I would say. Yeah. Minor to moderate. I am not tattooed yet. Yeah. Whatever. We do that. We'll do that, baby. We get tattooed. I got some more that I I'd be up for. Nice. I think like you mentioned it. I don't think we ever mentioned it on the show, but doing a show while getting my first tattoo. Yeah. I mean, if we could get like a, a guy, like an apprentice, just like, you know, inking us up while we do a show. And then they go, why does anyone listen to this? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just hear the background like, <laughs> and then dead silence, like none of the jokes were funny. No, no. He's like, it's probably like, I'm going to just keep going on your tattoo and not do anything. <laughs> but it'd be like free advertising for the people doing the tattoo. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that will uh, drive business. But let's move on from there to the dudes. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. I think it absolutely would drive business. People would be like, oh, it's where Jared Richmond got his first tattoo. I'm absolutely going there. I, they should. We should make them a little plaque to hang out. Like, you know, you, you go down like through a downtown, like a historical district, and you got a museum in the streets. Make up like one of those little placards, like museum in the streets. Jared Richmond's first tattoo happened on this spot. <laughs> This is a weird thing. So I've had five different people tattoo me. Okay. Four of them were named Ryan. <laughs> Not intentional. Just how it worked out. Like, literally the last time I got tattoos, I was like, any chance your name's Ryan? The guy's like, no. I'm like, well, man, fuck, whatever. <laughs> the streak is ruined. It was like, but it is Brian. I, yeah. Uh, to be fair, I, I forgot his name because it wasn't Ryan. Because, <laughs> you know, four people in a row tattooed me that were named Ryan. Was it the same person four times? Let's... No, they were like in different states and stuff. Oh wow! Like we were spanning the East Coast you were, for these. You were Ryans. drawn toward them by some sort of all Ryan all the time. I guess the the mystical Ryan drawing power, I suppose. And then whatever the last guy's name was, which I immediately forgot. Clearly not memorable. Uh, thank you, Brian. The weird burnout guy. That's, that's good. Let's not just judge him for. What oh, you I judged him. He was making small talk where I was just nodding and saying, like, I don't want to disagree with you because I don't want you to do a bad job. You're also not a big small talk guy anyway. Uh, we didn't share a lot of the same values. Oh, that's fair. So it was just like, oh, yeah, totally. Uh, please don't fuck this up. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> if you could. What are we going on this week? Oh, um, bad news. Oh, no. All bad news. That's not entirely true. Okay. Batman. There's going to be a new animated series, Caped Crusader, done by Bruce Tim old showrunner of the old Batman animated series, Ed Brubaker, famed car comic writer, including Batman, also with Matthew Reeves in there, director of The Batman. Mm. Yeah, that show got axed. Oh, no. In the many HBO things that got axed. Uh, I'm not sure the legalese of this one, but they are allowed to shop this one around. So it's not dead, but it's not going to HBO. Is it now in, is it officially in development hell? 
Apparently, I mean, they were supposedly very far along into it. Now they just got to shop it to a different network to pick it up. So hopefully they do. Okay. But this is weird. Like, I, I'm aware that, like, Warner Brothers was mismanaging their money. And this new guy, David uh, Zaslav, had to come in and, like, cut, like, three like save $3 billion. But all of his uh, cost-saving measurements have resulted in stock going down. So it's kind of unclear how, like, he's going into maybe not the best situation but then he's making moves that are making it worse yeah so not great i mean this seems like a slam dunk it really should be like something straightforward and easy 30 years later that's a pseudo prequel to batman the animated series with bruce tim behind it like there's oh i could have said the same thing about like oh there's a batgirl movie with michael keaton in it Mm -hmm. like things that just seem like definite like you don't even have to try that hard kind of wins yeah and they got axed so great good job everybody also uh some people behind the batgirl movie went onto the servers to try and salvage the footage and it's apparently been deleted so um that shit's just gone uh supposedly like i that seems wild just to like fully like fully delete a nearly completed movie Mm -hmm. so i don't the only reason i'm kind of questioning the reporting on this is it just sounds so wild to me but apparently batgirl's just gone like like deleted goodbye batgirl because like i mean all this stuff would have been shot on digital so supposedly it's just gone see you later yeah thanks for playing (laughs) um uh, any chance of this thing getting leaked are diminishing quickly yeah if it doesn't physically exist anymore or digitally exist but oh my god that's wild it's, it's incredible like they really have gone in like maybe that's part of the legal side of it if they're using it as a tax write-off that they can't cycle back around at it at some point that's a real like nope fuck it we're done yeah but remember you were saying this is kind of also a tax write-off on them it is and if they were to release it they would have to return said taxes but that's still wild that you would just go in so maybe maybe they're worried that it gets leaked and that counts as a release and they have to then they get nothing for anything i don't think i mean you know i'm no lawyer but i don't feel like that would be they would be legal legally responsible for something like that but yeah that's um well they're legally responsible for the caretaking of the property so that's insane it's wild more news that isn't a surprise hey like five years ago a buffy reboot was announced one of like the 27 that have been announced since the show ended okay well it's on hold shocking yeah i'm not surprised at all and also i don't particularly want it right i mean you know i did this whole like multi-year uh project plus just investment in the comics being canon and i don't really particularly want them to be um erased or if you had to make a choice of what's going to be what slick I, i slightly smacked your phone not entirely but i have no real interest in this happening so sure if this uh this version of it is on hold this reboot that a lot of the actors involved don't want to be a part of yeah sure why not buffy you can you can be on hold ah burning my hands thank ah, you thanks. emily fuck me that is actually hot oh i mean it's hot tea are you snapping just saying podcast tea we did just get uh delivered tea and i i, I burned uh, my fingerprints off so now i can go rob a bank it's very like uh men in black when he has his identity erased the scene where they burn off his fingerprints I don't remember that. Maybe uh-huh. I'll, you know, pull a chair over a long space that'll be auditorily uncomfortable. It was, a, it was like a coffee table. It wasn't necessarily a chair. Hey, did you like the Sandman show? Uh, yes, I've not finished it yet, though. Not, neither have I. Also, Neil Gaiman asks you to finish it because um, 
he's like, look, the show is expensive. If it's going to get renewed, it's not just about people that watch it. It's about people that finished it. So, you know, if you haven't finished it because of time, uh, get on that. Okay. And to be fair, Neil Gaiman, I wear your scarf. I wear your scarf, brother. Mm. I'll be there. I'll finish the show. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. I've been fucking busy. It happens. But if you're watching the Sandman show, um, oops, there's more episodes. There are? Yeah. So it's not just 10 anymore? Yeah, there's more. That just came out? Yeah. Dropped them afterwards. Oh, wow. Bonus Sandman. How many episodes? I think it's going to I think one dropped. It might be two. But either way, bonus Sandman, because I haven't finished it yet. So I haven't. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you want bonus Sandman. It's You're going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. They just added it. It's like that shitty Tiger King reunion. Where are they now? Except uh, interesting. Oh, okay. I like interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Finish the Sandman, kids. There's more to it. Did you like those 10 episodes? Well, now there's 11 or 12. Or 12. Yeah. I'm, a dozen. A true does. I'm watching. It's not even a baker's dozen. Yeah. That's 13. No one needed that. Everybody needed that. No, they didn't. Wednesday had its first trailer. The But it's Tuesday. <laughs> oh, I'm... <laughs> this was supposed to be a fun show. I'm having fun. And I'm ready to punch you. <laughs> That's not fun for me. Uh, Wednesday, coming out on Netflix, had its first trailer, executive producer Tim Burton. And... To be fair, when this was like, you know, we got the first images last week, and I'm like, eh, whatever, and you know, it was coming down the pipeline. Yeah, guess what? Uh, I was wrong. I want to watch the show every second of every day. Especially on Wednesdays. I hope the show doesn't release on Wednesdays. What day is it supposed to come out? I have no idea. I'm going to look it up. I hope it's a Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, Adams, Netflix. First episode will be in 2022. I know that. I want... They haven't made an official release date yet. Yes, they have. Oh. Well, it is on Netflix, so they generally drop them all at once. It's not official. See? Told you. Just a chance for it to drop on Wednesdays. Whatever. This show looks awesome. Looks fun. I can't... I, I wasn't expecting it to be anything. Like, I love the idea of, like, Luis Guzman being... Fuck, what's his name? Gomez. Gomez. Thank you. And uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones being Morticia. Which I didn't realize at first. So I was like, oh, wow. They look great. Uh, they are specifically not saying anything about Uncle Fester. Mm-hmm. Like... It's tight to the vest or tight tight to the chest. I've never figured out which one it is. It seems that people uh, both. I think because you're holding your cards tight. But either way, like Uncle Fester questions up in the air. We saw a thing. We did not see cousin it. The thing was all like scarred up and stitched up. It's Ugh. a severed hand, man. What do you want from it? Well, no, his fingers have never been severed. Looks like he's been through some stuff, man. Or this it, last time it was just a guy standing, stuff. putting his hand through a velvet box. It's classic. It's well done. Yeah, practical effect. I want to know what's up with Cousinette. I mean, Fester's obviously the biggie, because who doesn't love Uncle Fester? But Uncle Fester's awesome. Cousinette. I want to know what's up with Cousinette. Pugsley. What's going on with Pugsley? He seems to be getting bullied. That's, yeah, clearly. Whatever. I'm excited about Um, I was not excited about this until I saw the trailer. I used to love the old show. I saw that a ton as a kid. And the movies were good, too. Yeah, they were. I. It's a property that I generally enjoy. It, you know, it only lasted two seasons. Really? But then it went into syndication and just... Blew up? Yeah, it was there like in perpetuity. It's the beauty of syndication. But I tried to find, I don't know if it's true right now, but uh, like maybe like a year back, I was like, you know what I want to watch? I want to rewatch the old Adams Family show. Could not find it on streaming. Hmm. I don't know with this new show coming out if that's going to change, but I like a year ago, it was just not out there. I mean, maybe I could just go bought it on iTunes because there's only two seasons, but I didn't. I was like, I just yeah. want to find it on streaming, and it wasn't there. What else happened? Lord of the Rings had a trailer. It's all about Galadriel. Yeah, apparently. She's like, hey, I got a ring. And I want to fight. There's a tempest within me. Well, you know, she's a little bit sassy. Yes. She's a little bit... Um, An elf witch. 
a little bit rock and roll. I like. I think it's going to be interesting to see the storytelling that they produce with this. The thing that's kind of getting me is I know we talked about it before. As I said, like we like we got fifty episodes, like 10, 10 per season over the next five years. We know what our opening shot is. We know what our closing shot is. I wonder how much wiggle room they're going to allow in there. That's what I'm kind of curious about. Like how much does the plan change based on what people react to, performance, story, whatever? It's a good question. Like saying that out loud, it's like yeah, you know, it sounds like you know let's compare yourself to like a major tv thing like lost where it's like yeah we're just making it up as we go compared to this saying like we know what our opener is we know what our closer is it's just i'm curious what their flexibility is going to be especially with like this much money behind it because it is literally the most expensive show of all time by a lot a lot a lot yeah so i don't know i mean i'm excited about it and the trailers look good and they st- for I, and I know I said this before. For as much as like we're going to separate ourselves from the other stuff, it like it still kind of tonally looks like you live in that world. So I don't know. I like a Lord of the Rings. I like a Silmarillion. I like a Children of Hurin. I like a Hobbit. I'm out of things that I've read. So there you go. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's also one of those things where I find it hard to compare new actors to old actors who kind of either played the same part or a similar part. What? We'll get to that in a minute. What? Yeah, compared to like the Kate Blanchett to whoever um, this new lady is. Oh. I have not memorized her name. Well, you got 50 episodes to do it. Yeah, apparently. Shocker. You ready for a shocker? Uh, yes. Hellraiser coming to Hulu. What? Wow. Well, I don't, I don't, know, if you're, I don't know if you're ready for this, but Hellraiser is going to be rated R. Shocking. I know. This spread through the news outlets this week. Hellraiser, rated R. Who would have thunk? There's a guy... It's, it's, fucking pin face he has pins his, in his face his name is pinhead actually i believe oh sorry just pinhead. saying I, I apologize i was thinking about all the pins in his face i mean they're all over his head his face is on his head yeah it's usually where faces go yeah so i think you know there's also pins on the top of his head therefore i think it's the whole head pinhead watch it be actually pin face and i was wrong it's not pin face i, I was mixing up with leather face oh well that's okay you're forgiven either way yeah hellraiser rated r shocker mm. Uh, sad news. Comic inker Tom Palmer has passed away. Oh, that's unfortunate. I mean, to be, like he was major mostly at Marvel. He did some other stuff as well, but he literally started working in 1968 and worked until the late 2000s. He didn't have a short career. I mean, doing stuff with like X Men, Daredevil, Avengers, like all over the place kind of guy. Passed away, I think, 81. Wow. So I don't know. That's kind of that line. It's like you know, pretty good run, but still feels. A little short. Well, I think, I think again, whenever we talk about somebody passing away on the show, it's like it's life well lived, a. But like, you know, I kind of want to be when I'm ready to go. Like, say, yeah, that wasn't too short. I think a lot of people, you know, sometimes are like, I'm not ready, and like, I don't want to go. But you know, over eighty years, that's it. I think I may get over eighty. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything sad to say here. Like, the guy had a, an amazing career. I don't really know much about his personal life. Hopefully, he it was well lived. But yeah, yeah. eighty one with a career that you know he he's a big enough name like that. Like his his life is immortalized. So not a bad run. No, not a bad run at all. Yeah, pour one out for Tom Palmer. Please don't do it on my actual. Oh, carpet, okay. I'll put it. I'll I, put the cup back down. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, that would stain things. Uh, he wouldn't stain that bad. Two bits of comic news: Mark Silvestri. 90s wonderkind is returning to dc comics to do batman dark duo oh. where 
Batman and the Joker have to team up to solve a crime. He's like, wouldn't that be crazy if that was done? Like, it's never been done before. He didn't exactly say that. I'm exaggerating because um, it, it feels like an before. idea that's been done, uh, you know, half a dozen times, if not more. Yeah. But, you know, he's a good nostalgic pole. He hasn't, he's been working over doing his own indie stuff for like the last 25 years. Not exclusively. He has, you know, come to do mainstream stuff here and there, but he's a big name. He's a guy that people like. Especially if you came up in the '90s, like yeah, Mark Silvestri, yeah, big ass name. Bravo. Sure, why not? And also, the, like, there's been all these people coming out of the woodwork, like, oh, we're doing a variant cover, blah blah blah. Like, people are excited about this, so I don't know, get excited. Hopefully, it's a good thing. One of those black label books that's not in continuity, so you don't have to worry about it that much. Mm. And that's it for the news. So I got for you. All right, it's an acceptable news segment. There was one more, but I skipped it. I'm like, this is going long. All right, I I accept your editing and gatekeeping decisions. Mm. <laughs> Not a gatekeeper. You are certainly a gate. You are one hundred percent a gatekeeper. All right, we're gonna move on from there to weird comics facts. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm gonna make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. Hey, as we're talking about She-Hulk this week, I got some She-Hulk facts for you. Okay. She-Hulk was created to avoid any potential uh, TV deal issues. The Incredible Hulk was on television. As was Lou Ferrigno. Sp- yep, as was Spider-Man. So to counteract that, She-Hulk and Spider-Woman were made just to make sure that there couldn't be something done with like what happened with um, the $6 million man where they made the bionic woman. Ah. So to prevent that, we get Spider-Woman and She-Hulk, and She-Hulk is technically Stan Lee's last comic creation. More of a business decision than a comic creation, <laughs> but... It, it, it's a cynical thing, but it is his Stan Lee's final comic creation is the savage she hulk the savage she hulk oh, that was the title of the original oh, okay instead of the incredible the she hulk no she's been she's been sensational she's been savage and i think those are it oh, those... She, she's also just been a regular she hulk those are not bad things to be sensational and savage mm, yes but yeah all right those are my she hulk facts she was she was made to uh, for a copyright reason and it was stan's last comic creation well i feel educated thank you I don't know. I thought that was no. It's good. Do it's you a... not like it? No, I, I like it. I'm sorry that it's... I can't expand on it further. No, but that's I mean, just that's, is I think what it's it is. comic book fact, not comic book soliloquy, not a random comic book fact um, essay or dissertation. That's what I think. So I appreciate your sharing. So from the Savage She-Hulk to the uh, Savage rescinding of a trade demand, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. You've, you've done better. Ah, fuck you. All right, we'll start with the New England Patriots. They're in joint practices this week with the Los Angeles, uh, the Las Vegas, rather, the Las Vegas Raiders out in Las Vegas. A 20-10 to 10 win over the Carolina Panthers last week in their exhibition game after a uh, everyone really looked at it as a productive week for the offense, trying to get things going in the correct direction offensively. Mac Jones looked pretty good. Is Cam Newton back with the Panthers? <laughs> no, he's, uh, I don't know. I think Cam Newton is currently unemployed. Well, he's a multimillionaire, so. Yeah, I don't think he is. You know, I, I, won't, I won't be uh, shedding a tear. I don't think he is want for wealth. It is there for him. So the Patriots also getting ready. Uh, Enjoy retirement. Yes. They well, have to. I would take a fraction of your wealth, sir. This is their Can third I have a fraction. This will be the third and final preseason game, and they will 
be getting ready to make uh, cuts and moves to get the roster down to the 53-man limit before they open up with the Miami Dolphins. So they've got uh, that to do. Tom Brady has been cited back at Buccaneers practice after going on a sabbatical, a a hiatus, to the Bahamas with his wife and kids. He was missing NFL training camp for that. So he's been... You're right. He has many things to prove. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's going to be able to make the team or make the big throw anymore because he missed those 10 days of practice. An interesting story also came out over the weekend. Dana White of the UFC reporting uh, and backing up a story from Rob Rob Gronkowski collaborating that... There was a deal that was almost made that would have sent Brady and Gronk to the Raiders. But John Gruden at the time, the coach and the GM, de facto GM of the Raiders, nixed the deal late. And that kind of people have been always wondering and pondering that Tom Brady text or the message that went out about when he was not when he was shopping around for teams that a team would choose that mother effer over me. I think now it's really narrowing in that it was probably the Las Vegas Raiders. But it's also becoming evident that Tom Brady was involved in a lot of offseason and contractual ta- um, tampering trying to get out of New England. I'm very shocked. Yes. I, you look very shocked. I was. Uh, let's see. Boston Red Sox continue to waffle a little bit. The Yankees are continuing their nosedive, not playing very good baseball. David Krejci, Patrice Bergeron, all part of some re-signings and uh, solidifying for the Boston Bruins as they try and make another run. It was the 20th annual Jimmy Fund Radiothon today, uh, supporting the Jimmy Fund, helping to strike out cancer in kids. Doesn't really make much of a sports report other than it was just happening. And I was thinking of the Red Sox. Kevin Durant going to stay. Nets talk, baby. That's all we do here. It's no, 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 no. Nets talk. Let's talk the Nets. Kevin Durant's not going anywhere. He's said as much now. Well, he less said something in a press release was put out saying Kevin Durant isn't going anywhere. Kyrie Irving reaffirmed that he's staying with the Nets this week. So basically, they couldn't get uh, trade deals done. Here's my theory. Yes. Ready for my theory? I like your th- Oh, Smacked out of your hand. That was a smacky theory. That was a, that was a no-looker. That was a slappy theory. I, I was looking at the microphone went, bam! I missed that Ooh. time. <laughs> you were prepared. I was. I am adapting. <laughs> um, I think this comes down to the Rudy Gobert deal, because there was a ton done to get Rudy Gobert uh, for the trade for Rudy Gobert. And I think it all came down to like Brooklyn wasn't getting anywhere near what Gobert got. And Durant is way better than Gobert. The Gobert deal looks silly at the time. And I just, I think that's what kind of poisoned the water. Mm. Just a theory. I, I don't know if anyone else shares those feelings, but that, that was just kind of my thought on it. No, I, I don't have an ability to speak to the theory with any great um That's what expertise. I say. All right, there you go. That it for sports. That is it for sports, I think. All right, we're going to move on from there. Hey, we got a couple of things to review. So let's just dive into the very first one. We're screaming it, streaming with She-Hulk. Times two. What? Times two. Was there a second one? We're, we're streaming, screaming it, streaming times two. Oh, I was afraid there was a second She-Hulk that I didn't watch. I'm like, I'm, oh. I'm ready to talk about one of them. No, no, I'm saying that. This yeah, week's, okay, this okay. Week's, okay right, there's right, right, times right. two. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope, we're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. She-Hulk. All right, I'm going Times talk- one. Good. <laughs> With the post-credit sequence. Yes, I did see the post-credit the, the, sequence. At least I saw that. Yeah. So this is, look, have you missed Ally McBeal? 
I didn't know I was supposed to be. I, I like McBeal had a killer soundtrack. Isn't that? Didn't they have? I don't want to wait for our lives. No, that to was be Dawson over. Creek. I think. Are you sure? No, I'm pretty I'm sure. Not. Allie McBeal. Whatever. Turns out episode one. I love it. Oh, it's so much fun. I yeah. So I mean, that's my quick assessment of it. I was I was hopeful going into it, and it was really nice just to watch it. Uh, they don't mess around at all. Jennifer Walters gets her blood mixed with uh, the Hulk because a spaceship runs them off the road from Sakaar. Okay. Oh, so, that's, yeah, right in the beginning. So it looks, yeah, that thing that happens in the show and not that long of a show, yes. So it looks like we're going to be, A, getting more Hulk stories because they're like, oh, hey, his arm's healed now because, I don't know, gobbledygook. I'm trying to fight. Ah! You're, you're trying to what? I want to make sure I was right about the Alan McBeal theme. <laughs> it still struck her phone. That's uh, not the theme for Allie McBeal. Oh boy! Yeah, that's that Dawson's Creek. Was it Dawson's Creek? Yeah, you're right. Paula Cole. I don't want Dawson's Creek. I... How many episodes is Dawson's Creek? I saw none. One. I saw the finale. One of them died. I think I saw it once a long time <laughs> thanks, ago. Thanks for ruining Dawson's Creek for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the four died. I just, I just I ruined the song for Paula Cole. I don't want to wait. Yeah, it wasn't great. For our lives to oh, be no. over. Oh my god, you're so flat. Maybe I need more tea. I don't think it's gonna help. Whatever. I I love the show. Like at least initially, like it was a great first episode. I love the breaking of the fourth wall and the way they do it. Like you thought this is gonna be a lawyer show, but let's have fun with some exposition here. <laughs> I do. Yeah, there's just fun silliness around it. And also, we're gonna hand wave how Bruce was human in the Chang Chi post credit scene. Yeah. Now he can just. Now he can just be regular old smart Hulk. I love. He's like, I didn't pick the name. I didn't pick the. <laughs> There's, there's some meta jokes in there, too. It really works for me. I mean, what's funny is I know like people were really shitty like when the first like teaser came out. They're like, the CG looks wonky, and it's like, it's more of a compression rate thing. <laughs> but like when she's like chucking rocks around, I'm like, that's a fake-ass rock. <laughs> I mean, it's not a real rock, no. But I mean, she's a lot of fun. I do like her breaking the fourth wall. I like the whole aspect of like, you know, I'm I'm going to be in a courtroom, but maybe I'm going to have to punch someone there. Mm, that's that's real justice, isn't it, Zach? I again, Mark Ruffalo is awesome as the Hulk. I'm pretty sure that's what Ben Affleck did in the Daredevil movie where he just punched a guy. He's like, justice is served. Is that what happened? I don't fully remember, but I think so. Yes, I believe it's something along those lines. <laughs> I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, Ruffalo is great in this, too. He's a lot of fun. He just gets the character, and he gets like the evolution of the character. I love the I love the whole sequence where they're at the at the bar, that, like all those like callbacks, like yeah, Tony and I helped build. It's like Tony built, Tony built, Tony built. No, actually, Tony just drank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's fun to laugh about his alcoholism now that he's dead. No, it's I mean it's not what I was saying at all. <laughs> you have a real way of twisting my words, Bowen. Well, that's what happened. I mean, in of course, we get the post credits. The whole time she's wondering what the what the sexual status of Captain America was. And to be fair, like it, I'm whether it makes it more realistic the idea of like this dude is like because I know it, it's more romantic to be like he's talking to Peggy and being like, well, you know, I've never danced with anyone before. Yeah, that was before you were hot. Then you got like jacked and hot, and like it wouldn't be that hard to lay some pipe. It is America's ass. <laughs> well, she even brings up the ass. Yes. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he fucked. I, I I love I love the cutoff though. That <laughs> it's such a funny bit. Oh yeah, which is like I wasn't drunk. <laughs> Losses Virginia in nineteen forty three on the USO tour, and then he's like, I wasn't supposed to tell anybody that Captain America fucked. 
<laughs> I love it. Hilarious. Yes. Also, I agree that he would, because why wouldn't you? Because at that point, how old was he supposed to be? Like, I know it's more romantic, but like, he waited for Peggy forever. No, he was like in his mid-20s, mid to late 20s, got hot overnight. Yeah, he got it on. I mean. And then also got it on with Peggy. And probably had beautiful children in the alternate timeline. Your regular children of the regular timeline. She says that, I think, in Winter Soldier. She's like, I had children, Steve. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you that it was with you because it's confusing. But it probably was with you. Did you know I had sex with you with basically the same body you had right now 40 years ago? That is kind of a mind twist when you think about how that all works. Yeah, so she has Alzheimer's and she has to keep that shit straight. So good on her. I, like, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. Let's talk more about his sex life. No, I don't think we need to talk yeah. any more about Captain America's. Think can we talk about that time Chris Evans uh, accidentally released? Nope, a dick nope, <laughs> nope, nope. We're not going to talk about that either. Yeah, well, if we have to move on from that, I th- I think we should. Um, I don't. I just thought the show was fun. I thought it was really like engaging. It was just enjoyable, and nothing. Most of these Marvel shows. Well, there, there's been some that I haven't loved necessarily as much as others. They've at least always, like, engaged me with being like, look, I mean, WandaVision didn't engage, like, with, like, necessarily we're having a good time, although I, like, they were definitely going for their own separate thing, but it's at least... And that, I like that, that it that was... wasn't fun initially. It wasn't meant to be, but, like, at least, like, the shows have been fun, and this one I'm really engaged with the character. I love that it's a half hour. Yes. Because everything is so long, so appreciate that. I was about to say, you took the words right out of my mouth. I like that it's short. Half hour, 40 minutes, perfect. Yeah, get me in, get me out. That's what I'm here for. Yes, 100%. But it's good. It's enjoyable. I'm excited to see what other random characters show up, because I know we're going to get, like, Wong, and we're going to get Blonsky, and we're probably going to get more Bruce. Like, and that's just at a bare minimum. I'm excited to see what weird d-list characters they pull in i yeah i'm all i'm 100 on board for the show I'm, I'm excited about it it's fun super fun it's a different bit of marvel it's i'm all sitcom. about it it's just a sitcom yeah let's have and i mean we know that daredevil's coming up like there's a lot that i'm looking forward to about the show and that's just the stuff that we know the show could be one of those linchpin moments in the mcu they, they tend to think... they tend to hide them sometimes where you least expect them maybe but i think this is more just here to be like do you want to have a good time? Let's have some fun. Let's let's take a step away from, oh, we're doing multiverse stuff, and there's a big old time villain at the end of it, and you know we're working ourselves up into a whole other big thing. You know what? Let's just take a step back. Let's have a smile. Let's enjoy the characters. Let's just have a... We'll have a sitcom. And you know what? I'm here for mm. just... I'm here for taking a step back. Yes, I agree. It doesn't have to be all world-ending stuff. It could just be, you know, a little bit of fun. And I'm here for it. So I guess our recommendation is don't watch it ever. Watch it all the time. Yeah, that's not true. I, I'm, I'm very on board for this. Yes, 100%. All right, next up, House of the Dragon. Do-do-do-do. Oh, wrong song again. I don't want to wait. Very wrong song. Wouldn't that be cool if that were the theme song, though, to like like Game of Thrones? All right, you're a... Uh, it's my first time. It is. No books, no shows. No books, no shows. It was everything that I had ever expected a Game of Thrones TV type show or TV show or TV episode to be. Kind of unpleasant. Yeah, very uncomfortable, very raw, very graphic, very bloody. I won't bury the lead on this. I, I watched this and I, I went, okay, like I didn't love it, but I'll come back next week to see where we're going. Yeah, I, I mean, it's hard with a prequel because there are certain things that you know have to happen. 
This one, I mean, I'll tell you what you need to know right now. This family goes crazy, and uh, there's no more dragons in 300 years. That's what you need to know. Yeah. That's it. You don't need to worry about anything else. Despite the number of locations, like there was so much like, it's this and this and this. And in my brain, I'm going like, I haven't read one of these books in over 10 years, because that's the last time a new book from the series was released when I read it. And I, I've only watched the show once through, and I was kind of like racking my brain. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're saying this, this, is. I'm like... Where the where the fuck are these places? <laughs> how fast of a reader are you? Like, how long would it take you to get through? I don't know. I think moderate. My wife is a fast reader. I'm I'm much slower than her, but I'm. Are you like I'll go a chapter or two a night, or are you like forty or fifty pages a night? No, if I do a thing, I usually do it like in big swaths. Yeah, like I'm gonna carve out like two or three hours to just sit and read. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying like speed of reading. Like, yeah, if I'm. If like, I'm engaged in a thing, like um, in a couple of weeks, there's a new Stephen King book coming out. Like I'm burning through that sucker in a couple of days at most. Even if it's like three or four or five hundred pages, you're gonna yeah yeah I'll, I'll burn through that sucker. Like wow, no fucking around there. If it's something that um, I'm not particularly enjoying, it could take me a little bit longer. Uh, I mean, for that same example, I am literally on my last Stephen King book before a new one comes out. Okay. I don't like it. It is taking me forever because it's not very good. Or I just started a new Bond book over the weekend. Yeah. Taking a while. Uh, I I got about a third of the way through it. It's Live and Let Die, and it's very much a black exploitation book. Ah. And the language in it is rough. It's like every page Ugh. where you're just going like, oh, my God. No better, do better. Um, yeah. So like there's stuff like so literally like, the two books that I'm actively reading are um, kind of slogs right now. Just uh, like the Live and Let Die is kind of wild because it's like it's it's insanely racist, but it's pretending like it's not pretending. It thinks it's progressive and it's not. It's so not. <laughs> it's, it's it's every literally every page you're just going like, don't, don't, don't say that. That's not. Ah. And then I'm reading Tommy Knockers, and that's just like such a cocaine fueled sci-fi book. It's it's just not good. <laughs> so I'm I'm, in, I'm reading two books right now that are uh, you know not my jam. But if you get me into a thing that like I can you know that I'm enjoying, I'll cruise through that sucker in a couple of days. Yeah. But like Tommy Knockers was like a Christmas present, and it's uh, late August. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Whoa. And I'm not even halfway through that thing. Uh. <laughs> it's re- I don't like it at all. So, okay, we really kind of sidetracked ourselves here, though. Anywho, yeah. So, yeah. Um, House of the Dragon. Yeah, I, well, I haven't read those books literally since they came out, because it's literally been over a decade since the last one. Mm. It, I mean, it, it checked all the boxes of something I would was told to expect from a Game of Thrones episode. I, I'm not a fan of the Targaryens, because, like, it's been said, like, in the books and in the shows, like, they're all just, like, you know, they're all, like, platinum blondes. But by the time we get to uh, the first song, uh, the first book of this, like, Song of Fire and Ice, there's only two of them left. So they're only dealing with two platinum blondes. There's, like, 20 in here, and it looks fucking silly. They're everywhere. It looks so silly. I'm like, hmm, ridiculous look. I know that you're a Targaryen. And there were a couple of them. I said to my wife, I'm like... Is that supposed to be a wig or is that supposed to be real? And by the end of it, I was like, oh, I guess they're all supposed to be real. Oh. Because there were definitely a couple in there. I'm like, it's an obvious wig. Is it supposed to be an obvious wig? I like that <laughs> there's no... Re- Game of Thrones had like a very elaborate like two and a half minute theme song This or intro. This one, they're like, fuck it. Five seconds. We're done. We're out. Yeah. Times have changed. They also said that there wasn't going to be an excessive amount of 
gratuitous nudity and violence. There was an excessive amount of gratuitous nudity and violence in this. I, the nudity there wasn't that much. No, I guess of, not. But the violence was uh, pretty extreme. The when the guy. What, what, do you want to consider that gratuitous? Well, like, is it not story relevant? But it was like, mm, yeah, it was pretty. That I was pretty violent. I'm, I will spoil one part because I didn't really know the purpose of it. I mean, they, they're having the the games. They're having the joust and the tournament to celebrate the birth of the king's child, mm-hmm. King um, Viserys. Viserys. I wanted to say it's over there, but to celebrate the start of his wife's labors, this guy takes a battle axe mace thing to the face, and the guy rips his face off, and then there's this little page in the background puking on the side like, how is this celebrating the birth of somebody new by just having this fight to the death with everybody? Yeah, that guy puking. He's like, I just saw some shit. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And then you get Matt <laughs> Smith in there, who I'm obviously a big fan of for like his time on Doctor Who and nothing else he's done. Because he did like Terminator Genesis, he was supposed to be in Rise of Skywalker, got cut from it. He was supposed to be like a clone of the Emperor, didn't happen. Oh, wow. Well, he was in some other genre stuff. I, I can't even remember now, but he's he's basically done a couple of genres. Oh, he was in Morbius, didn't see it, supposed to be terrible. But he's tried a few genre things, and none of them have worked outside of Doctor Who, which, again, unequivocally love him, and he's great, but like he's r- riding around like he's got his black arm around, like their little bat wings. I'm like, you know what? I don't think this is supposed to be a very nice guy. I, I think is this what Batman does? Is this why he dresses like a bat? Because he doesn't look very nice? We're, we're letting everybody know he is the antagonist. Uh, who also, um, because this is a very incestuous group, definitely wants to fuck his niece. Oh, 100%. It's also weird. Again, this is going back to uh, what we were talking about before, of like comparing like Gladriel, like the two, uh, this new actress, like Kate Blanchett, like, well, this new actress is not playing Daenerys. Like, there's an immediate, like, you're comparing the two. Like, okay, you kind of look similar. You're from the same family. You have control over the dragons. It's it's an uphill battle for her because it's hard not to compare her to what came before mm. with Amelia Clark. I'm not saying that she can't be great. It's only one episode in, so like I'm not I'm not gonna like fully judge characters saying like, well, I watched this one thing for eight years and I watched this other thing for one hour, so I have a definitive opinion, but it's it just feels like an uphill battle. Yeah. I mean, the effects look great. They should. They spent the money on it. It's shot different from Game of Thrones, and I don't know quite how to describe it. I was trying to think, like, is it, was Game of Thrones being potentially shot more epically, and this is being shot more personally with, like, more close-ups and stuff, like, and trying to make it more of a character thing? That might be it, but I'm not, I'm not ready to, you're not ready to, like, commit to that as my opinion. Maybe, like, you're one episode in, you'll see what happens next. It's definitely shot different, though, and it's, I haven't. I don't know. I can't articulate how it shot different yet. Maybe I'll come back around to what I said before, but I'm not positive. It also feels like, like compared to like the uh, first episode of Game of Thrones, like we get introduced to uh, the Stark family, like and we're who get broken up basically for the entire series after that. Like we meet them as a unit, then they're broken up, and uh, horrific things happen. This one feels like it was trying to be too graphic initially like the red wedding is always like quote like put as like one of those like big game of thrones scenes like where everyone dies and they like they stab a pregnant mother like 17 times in the womb versus this one they're just like hey there's a baby it's dead great mom's dead too well like, so the baby's breach so we could try and cut it out yeah but it just feels like they they were maybe maybe trying to make too big of a statement out of the gate mm. like i have this thing a lot with tv shows you'll see a lot with um on streaming stuff where like the first episode they're like 
a character will get naked on the first episode, and then no one will ever get naked again for the rest of it. That's like not, Jessica Jones? I think there wasn't nudity in that, but... But similar, where like uh, in the first episode, there's wild sex. But then like you'll never see that again. So it's like these shows that try and make a statement early on, they're like, look at how different and crazy we are, and then we never return to that. So this felt like they were trying to make a big statement, and I was like, I'm just... That that tires me in pilots because I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't. I mean, one it was um it wasn't like fun to watch. No, like nothing says like oh man like cop on board for our prestige television show. We're gonna show you um a mother getting her uterus cut open and then she dies and the baby dies. Fun times, everyone, mm. and violent medieval fighting. So I don't know for like I love like we go back 10 minutes ago like i love she hulk but this one i was i felt like i could see the strings a little too much on this one but i'm still for as much as the last season i, I i'm with everyone else the last season wasn't good the ending sucked i'm i'm there with you but this is something fresh and i liked enough of it that i'm certainly willing to give it more than just one episode to buy into it or not all right that's fair i think sorry i kind of cut you off for a lot of that no that's that's quite all right i no expert on that series to be able to speak to like how I feel about it, where it is, where it's going, but I think I may, you know, see what next week brings and if it's worth kind of continuing along with. Yeah, I mean, there's also ways that like it could evolve from where it was, like the storytelling. I mean, just the way of the world, like storytelling isn't where it was when the show ended, like two, three years ago. Like shit's changed. Oh yeah, a ton. This could be a different thing. I mean, could be great. Yeah. I don't know. I hope it is. I. But the the first like for compared to like She Hulk, I was like so on board from like oh my god this is so much fun I'm enjoying this like can't wait to watch War and I got to the end of this one I'm like huh that was unpleasant yeah that was dark dark can be fine but yes it, I don't know it just it felt to me like too much of a statement mm. like look at what we're doing hey remember like, those things that like, made made Game of Thrones originally kind of like the, like it made it pop I guess for lack of a better word we're gonna do all that right here just to remind you like yeah this is Game of Thrones yeah yeah Wah. we're gonna do a crazy baby death but maybe we're not gonna open with incest this time we'll get to it down the road oh Game of Thrones yay alright those are the thoughts there you ready yep. to move on to the last segment I am now for my favorite part of the show what did I say talk to the audience oh god this is always death Here's another one of your letters to the editors. If you want to ask us your own questions, and I recommend you do because we're not out yet, but I was looking at the old email today. I'm like... Running thin? We we got another month. Okay. That's that's like five emails. Yeah. Okay. That's why... I'm, so we're not out. But we're not we're not full of brimming. <laughs> yeah. We're, um, we, I'd like to feel a little more comfortable if we could. That's fair. So if you want to send us your own questions, you can. Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. All right. It's a good email address. It's a solid email. It makes sense. It fits like a glove. It is a masculine email address, much like Viserys wanted a masculine son. <sighs> it's not really a masculine. It's just a fucking Gmail. Yes. But what do we got going on this week? What do you think the modern pantheon of comic book characters is? So one, uh, we didn't answer this one yet, right? I don't believe we did. No. All right, good. Um, it's like the Mount Rushmore of comic book characters. Well, number two, that's what I did. I went, I mean, I'm aware of what a pantheon is, but yes. I went... Does a pantheon have like a specific number? I'm not sure. It's, I mean, Greek, the Greek gods. The answer is no. Oh, okay. There is not a specific number that needs to be involved with the pantheon. So you're altering the question to be a Mount Rushmore of? Uh, I was thinking five, but if you want to limit it to four, we can. We can go five. You did five. Well, I, I didn't, I don't have a solid five. I, I have a solid definite two. Uh, Batman, Superman. I wasn't even going to go with that. Shoot. Okay. Well, let's do, let's do a top. Okay. 
How about this? We'll we'll change it to a Mount Rushmore, but we have to cut out Batman and Spider Man. No Batman, no Spider Man. Yes, they they get to sit on top of our Mount Rushmore. They're they're teabagging our Mount Rushmore. That's an awfully graphic description. <laughs> so aside from those two, Spider Man, uh, we've talked about this before. Uh, just merchandise wise, is uh, by far the best seller. So then, why why would he not be on that then? Because it's it's easy. And there's there's a lot of big names out there, but like Batman and Spider Man feel like those are your two home runs. So let's say why not Superman on top of that? I would probably put him in my Mount Rushmore, that my tea bagged Mount Rushmore. I'm just saying that you, I mean, part of being on the Mount Rushmore is because you are one of the sales wise. Superman isn't going to get that. Granted, I, uh, Mount Rushmore is not really a great indicator because we stole that land and blew up the sacred mountain. And also, one of them just said, "Hey, I'm currently president. Put me on it." That's also true. <laughs> I'm not famous yet, but shit, I'm gonna be. But we're totally <laughs> glossing over the fact that like it's a sacred mountain in the Black Hills. And there's also the guy who was doing Mount Rushmore said, fuck it, I'm leaving. It wasn't just meant to be heads. It was supposed to be full bodies. It was supposed to be full bodies. <laughs> he just fucked off. He said, I'm not doing this anymore. All right, let's just go with the Pantheon then. All right, so we got two guys sitting on top. We got our Spider-Man and our <laughs> Batman just hanging out on top of everyone. All right. One of them's smiling. One of them's frowning. They're a real Statler and Waldorf. Okay, so we're picking four others then? Yeah. All right. W- within the current world, and even Superman, I think you could make a hard argument against. All right. Well, current world, I think Iron Man would be on there. I agree. I think you would also. I feel like this might be a faster question than I meant to. I feel like, Iron... like, look, uh, the movies are bigger than t or bigger than the comics right now. Yay for that! But so we would probably be looking at like, even though like Thor's had the most movies, I would still probably call it the Iron Man and Captain America show. Yeah, I think yeah, Iron Man, Captain America, Superman. I feel like you have to have a little bit of DC equity in there, but I'm trying to think of like what DC property right now. I mean, the easy one to say would be like Wonder Woman, except that mm. um, everyone hated that second movie. We liked it initially because we hadn't seen a new movie in nine months. Yeah, we were excited to do something <laughs> like, new. Look, new! But current, like, while Wonder Woman is definitely like one of like, you know, considered like one of the Trinity, like, would she be in our top pantheon? I think, And we I'm were... also looking at character as a whole. Like, I'm talking, like, Spider-Man's an easy cheater, Batman, because it's like, oh, hey, you have multiple actors portraying yeah. this character that's, like, built it up. I think Wonder Woman wouldn't be a bad one to put up there. I'm not against it. Black Panther could also be up there. You know, I, I might go with that, because I think... Wasn't the Black Panther box office like higher than any other? It was incredible. Super, I think it was higher than it any. It was incredible. Any other superhero, I think, was Black Panther for a solo movie. Like it was beat out by like like some of the Avenger movies, but I think Black Panther for a solo thing. And also in a world where we have a sequel movie coming up, we don't know exactly what's going to look like. Yeah, I think for um, current today, twenty twenty two. Yeah, I think Black Panther would probably be there. I'm also thinking of like I'm kind of moved back to the pantheon of like people who like would be in that up high play. I would say Wolverine, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. He was able to maintain that character for so long and play him in so many different ways and the staying power. Uh okay, so would you put Wolverine over a Superman? I mean, how many really good Superman movies have we had in the last 10 years, 15 years? How many good Wolverine movies have we had? 2 to 3. How many good Superman movies? Well, obviously, everything Zack Snyder touches is gold. So, so I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think we're if we're talking like modern, like last fifteen to twenty years, Wolverine might be in there over Superman. 
Maybe it's hard for me to catch you had, Superman. Yeah, the out. Superman. I know because you were a huge Superman well, guy. It, it, it but just, the Brandon Routh Superman was okay. He, he just he feels like he's supposed to be the gold standard. But yeah, he might not be there for modern audiences. Or I'm wondering though too if it's just like Logan as the movie just was that good that it pushes it up there. I also feel like with a lot of comic book fans, there's just Wolverine fatigue for how much the character has been. Yeah around but there's also comparatively like people don't necessarily love superman because they're like oh old-fashioned values blah 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 i'm not saying that either one of them is wrong i'm just trying to think of that's why i think we have to kind of move to a pantheon a a grouping of people well if we have six then that's a grouping yes so i still i still think iron man captain america black panther wonder woman superman wolverine (sighs) because you discounted and and um you discounted and unincluded Spider-Man and Batman. I guess you have, I guess, I guess within, um, maybe not all time forever, but current. If we're talking current, I guess I would go Wolverine. Okay. Here's an interesting thought. I'm going to, I'm going to spin one by you. Didn't have really their own movie, although they were kind of highlighted in a couple and they were really critical to the plotline of one-ish. But I mean, they're critical to the plotline of many, but they were really more highlighted. All right, get to this. Nick Fury. No. Okay. No, he's a, he's a supporting character. All right, that's fair. He he's there cleaning up the gift shop. All right. Of the Pantheon. Also, I'm presuming this is like North by Northwest, where the, uh, people are just jumping around their noses. Sure. <laughs> you never seen North by Northwest? Uh, it's been a while. I did actually reference North by Northwest today at football practice. The scene where he's running from the plane. So the most famous scene. Okay, yeah, cool. pretty much. Yeah. So you you haven't seen the movie? No, I, I, I've <laughs> not seen it in its entirety. That's referred to as a closed frame. Oh, okay. Where the character can't escape from the left or right. Good to know. Yeah. Put on some film terms. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I guess by default we're going... I feel bad that like there's no female representation on this, but we're not going... I think you got to have Wonder Woman in there. We're not going with representation. We're going with what actually is. So we got uh, Spider-Man and Batman. They're sitting on top. Then we got Iron Man, Captain America, Wolverine, I, and Black Panther. I think you got a Wonder Woman, I think, we, to a No, we bit. don't have to. I like Wonder Woman. This isn't a focus group. We can just no, make No, I'm not saying choices. it's a focus group. I'm I'm saying that first Wonder Woman movie was really good. Yeah, and then everything else was bad. Only one other movie. Two. There were two other Wonder Woman? Two and a half. Oh, yeah, she was in the... Yeah. But, versus but Logan. At, at versus the, the Wolverine. Versus... <laughs> Days of Future Past with Sex Pest Brian Singer, alleged Sex Pest. Good, good, good checking there. All right. That it? I guess that's it. All right. If you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. Dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. That's on Tuesdays for now ish until we go on Tuesday Adventures. Well, that's because we're going to go see Clerks 3 and, and Tenacious, Tenacious D. D. That kind of rhymes. We do stuff outside of the show. It's true. We do. We kind of have lives, I guess. So. Yeah, patreon.com slash editors note comics. Dollar a month gets you that plus some access. Not just some. You get unlimited access to some stuff behind that paywall. And hey, maybe I keep teasing it and I keep meaning it. New show. Oh, there we go. Coming as soon as I can talk someone into it. Oh, okay. Not it. No, not you. It'd be the wife? Yeah. Mrs. Emily? Not anything anyone calls her. Oh, well, fine. I I don't know. Uh, You're on Twitter. She's the second most popular host co-host on the uh, network. Second most popular host on the network. Yeah, I was gonna say I think her numbers do better than yours. I know, but it's me, her, you. That's the order of likability. Actually, it's her, me, you. So she's the number one. She's the number one host on the network. I'm number two, and you're you. Mm. Uh, you're on Twitter. Um, with those comments, no one cares. At Junior, and, and Rich. I no, no, no. I'm bleeping it. Oh wow. And I'm on Twitter. The tweet god. Sure you are. 
at editors no comics. See, I'll pump your tires. Weird. Uh, I am there sometimes. All right. What do we got next week? Back to school next week. Back to school special. Lord of the Rings is that next week? That's September third. I don't. Yeah. Know. So that's no. That's not next week. It's the week after. Um. It's, something. Hey. Is there a back to school comic? Because it is back to school next week. Yeah, there is. There's like a weird drug one from Spider Man and a weird gun one from The Punisher, I think. Let's do the weird drug one. Let's do the weird drug one. We might have done that already. I can't remember. I'm sure there's plenty of weird back to school comics. I just thought of two. We might have done them both. Oh, well, produce the show. And <laughs> do, do, do those sound familiar? Uh, I think the drug one kind of sounds familiar. I don't know. This the, I think The Punisher one might literally be called Back to School. Um, well, yeah, I, I think we did do the Punisher one. Now that I think about it. There's something coming next week. All School's right. School's back forever. 